Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, back at it. All right, it is time. We are talking Raiders Jets today. Okay, we got a game coming up. And, you know, I'm giving us a, a lot more of a chance than other people are. I will say that. I think that this is a Jets team that, you know, could do some things in this football game. But, again, we, we're going up against a Raiders team that's serious business as well. So we're going, ahead and go, going to go ahead and get into it. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, let's go ahead and get into the show. I'm fired up. All right, listen. We got a game coming up. You know, everyone's wondering, hey, can the, can the Jets finally get their first win? We're a team right now that's clearly we've struggled. we struggled all season. We've had major issues, particularly in the offensive side, and we haven't been able to get, you know, get ourselves a W, man. Our, our roster's not looking good. The coaching has been horrific. But this week is a week that we can go out there and turn it around. This week we can go out there. If we can put together a complete game, we have a chance. We have a chance to get our first W of the season. And I think that, you know, I think we can do it. I really do. But before we get deep into that, all right, we all know here on the Long Beach Joe Show, we're big about charity. We're big on helping, uh, you know, our community and doing whatever we can. And so, in you know, in December, Christmas time, you know, in honor of that, I'm going to have someone come on, Mark V. Lee of the Mark V. Lee Toy Drive. He's going to talk to us about the toy drive, how exactly we can get involved and what we can do to continue you know, to help kids have a great Christmas. So, Mark, I want to welcome you to the Long Beach Joe Show. How are you doing today, my friend? Long Beach Show. Got a great ring to it, buddy. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. Mark, again, I want to welcome you in, but I want you to tell my listeners, I want you to give us a little bit of background on the Mark V. Lee Toy Drive. Yeah, so this drive, uh, my father started back in 1985, just with a couple uh, local families in the neighborhood that were in, uh, you know, need during, you know, during the holiday season, and uh, it just kind of grew from there. Um, every year, it just got bigger and bigger. Um, he uh, passed away in 2014 due to 9/11 related illnesses. Uh, he then did about. I don't know, 2,500 kids the year that he passed. Uh, my mom and myself uh, took over that drive uh, that year, and um, we did a little over 5,500. Last year, we did a little close to 8,000 kids, man. We took care of for the holiday season. So uh, it's growing. Um, it's, uh, it's a great cause that we do here in Jersey City, um, myself and the Jersey City Fire Department. And uh, I appreciate all your help every year, you know, getting the word out there. Yeah, absolutely, Mark. Wow, when you when you bring up those numbers, eight thousand kids, what an impact you're making, and what what a what a Christmas that you're giving to all those children that you know some of them may not have gotten any toys or you know had a good time or had a Christmas outside of that. What are some of your fondest memories of the toy drive, though, Mark? You know, every year, you know, you have something, whether you give a a bike away or 
and like you said, you know, not many some of these kids have nothing, you know, come holiday season. Mm-hmm. So just a smile, just a smile on their faces um, every year is what uh, you know motivates me and, and, and the guys that I work with here to kind of keep giving back to the community. You know, it's just uh, it's a big part of what we do uh, here in Jersey City and uh, part of the fire department, and uh, we're going to continue it as long as we can, even in the face of uh, you know the middle of this pandemic, which has become yeah. a little problematic. Tough, you know, you gotta you gotta adhere to the social distancing and uh, you know the mask requirements and everything. So, but we're gonna get it done, and you know we keep marching on. Yeah, and and that's that's what it's all about. Like you said, just keeping and pushing everything that you and the fire department are doing as well to continue to you know help the children that are definitely in need. How can my listeners get involved with the toy drive? Where can they donate? Where could they send you know any kind of funds that they want to send as well to help support that way? So any uh, monetary donation you can send to uh, 465 Marin Boulevard. I believe it's uh, 07306, uh, the area code. Um, that's our uh, fire headquarters. Uh, they know that the drive that we do. And, you know, over the years, like you said, it helped us out. People have sent in donations. It goes right there. They make sure they get it to me. If anybody wants to bring in a toy, uh, any firehouse in Jersey City, if you're passing by or visiting for the holidays or whatever it may be, uh, stop in, drop off a toy in the firehouses. They know how to get in contact with me. Um, I also this year, like we were talking about, you know, as far as COVID was concerned, we uh, set up a virtual drive linked up with a company called uh, DonateAToy.org, which uh, has uh, Toys for Tots uh, linked for it, and any toy that is donated off of that website, uh, they'll match to our drive one for one. I have the link on my Facebook page, uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm which is uh, at Mark underscore Vincent. You reach me there. And, um, yeah, just click on the link, click donate, and uh, any toy that is uh, purchased, Toys for Tots will match one for one. Yeah. That, that is wonderful. And as well for everyone that is listening, if you go on uh, my social media as well, whether it be the shows or my personal, our Facebook page, or our Instagram as well, we'll be putting that out too. Um, and that that's wonderful. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, to be doing it again, Mark. I want to thank you for everything that you are doing, uh, along with the fire department as well, to you know help these children have a great Christmas. Now, before you know, I'll let you go. You know, you're a Jets fan, just like I'm a Jets fan. So you know, we got to talk about this team for a second. I know. Like you yell, "Oof is right." <laughs> oh man, oof, oof. You know, th- this season does not look good. But I want to get your thoughts on this season, and I want to get your thoughts on Adam Gaze. I don't understand how he's still the coach, to be honest with you. Uh, you see other teams all over the uh, NFL making um, you know, proper adjustments, you know, firing their coaches and kind of, you know, going with the next best guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, I don't know how he's still here. I mean, you hear his, you listen to his post-game uh, press conferences that he holds, holds and the guy mm-hmm. can't even, you know, tell the truth about him not calling the plays. Oh. You know, you, you're, 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 ruining, you're ruining Sam Darnold here. You know, he, he's regressed. He's not progressed. I, you know, if we keep tanking for number one here, I think obviously Lawrence is going to be the guy. Um, mm. You know, what do you get for Sam? What, what do we do with Sam? You know, I, yeah. I, the guy, you know, he was, he was a number three. 
So are, are you effectively you're, you're ready to move on from him, Mark? Is that what you're saying? You're ready to move on from him? You think, hey, it, Sam's too far gone. It's time to move on. Let's just draft Lawrence and then go forward. Of course, you know, after firing Adam Gaze, let's just move forward and, and trade Sam for whatever you can get for him. Yes, I think that if we wind up finishing with the number one pick, you got to go with Lawrence there one, and then mm. you know what do you get for Sam? Which is hard because yeah. he hasn't. He hasn't, he hasn't played all regular season games since he started his career. He, he, he's been out a few yeah. games here and there every season. Uh, last week, you know, he had all his weapons at his disposal. He still didn't make great decisions with the football. Uh, you know, what do you do? You know, do you play him? Do you win a football game? Do you give him the opportunity to win and possibly not get us the number one pick? to show what he has, like, you know, I, it's, a, it's a tough situation. I like the kid. I think he, he, yeah. you know, he seems like a really great guy. But as far as, mm-hmm. you know, you know, a team per point of view, what, what, do you, what do you do with him? I mean, do, you, do we get a second round for him? Do we get a third round for him? I, I you know, his play, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, you know that, that's a tough question. That's a really tough question. You know, I'm a guy that's a little bit, you know, on the other side of, of that of that fence, I think that he's a guy that we could move forward with, but we definitely have got to better the football team around him. Um, I think there's yeah. been major issues, particularly coaching-wise, roster-wise, as offensive lines trash. And I don't, again, I don't excuse him of some of the play, but I think that some of the bad plays or some of the things that we saw, a big hindrance to him has been his awful coaching and the offensive roster, or the awful offensive roster as well this is it's pretty bad but you know we'll see how we handle it going forward I know a lot I know a lot of fans as well that think hey you know we should move on Trevor Lawrence should be the guy and that should be it so I definitely hear where you're coming yeah. from there Mark but uh now you know, what do you, so, what do you think if we wind up a one if we wind up with the overall first overall pick do you, and you and you say you do want to move on with Sam do you trade out mm-hmm. of that one spot for more picks how, yeah. how do you see that yeah out? Yeah, that's a great question. That's exactly what I would do. And I've, I've been kind of, you know, talking about it because, you know, this season has been horrific. <laughs> it's been bad, man. Yeah. So, so, so talk about the games is really tough. <laughs> so, you know, it's, we were pretty I, much it, talking it, about the offseason damn near week three, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. But I've talked about that, cool. yeah. Taking that pick and can you imagine if we took that, that number one pick and I, I, know, I, know, I know you're a, a Jets, you know, you're crazy about the Jets just like I am. If you can end up getting two to three first round picks and a couple second round picks and some thirds and all these things, you know, you're basically getting two drafts, two or three drafts worth of picks for yeah. this one, you know, spot to move down. Yet, can you pass that up though? Because Mark and I, you know, you know, we have issues with we have next to no, you know, weapons offensively. Our wide receiver, you know, outside of Mims, Crowder, who's going to be a year older. There's big speculation. Who, who else is there? We don't really have a number one. Our offensive line is horrific. You know, we need so many pieces, so many things. And then we're not even talking about the defense, though, because the defense is playing well. But a lot of guys that are here, uh, not just offensively, but also defensively, are on one-year deals. Marcus May is also coming up for a deal as well. So there's a lot of issues. We're talking about our corners. They're young. But, you know, and I know a lot of people say, hey, we still need a number one and two corner. We still don't have a pass rusher. (laughs) We still don't have, like, things, you know, know. that – Winning teams need, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? So, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I know. So I, I look listen, at it like if, if you can trade that pick and yeah. get it. Go ahead. 
No, we we debate we debate about this. Me and me and my uh, my fellow Jet fans, uh, yeah. you know, we debate about whether we would trade out of one. You know, some guys say Lawrence is a generational talent. You know, you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta go with him to one. Some guys, you know, talking tra- uh, tanking for Trevor. Some guys, mm-hmm. you know, want to trade. Like you said, you can get two drafts technically in one draft with all the with all the picks if you trade out of the first pick. Yeah. And that would help okay. us out across the board with more needs in different areas. Like you said, cornerback yeah. and uh, wide receiver. We do have a lot of money in a free agency that we can spend on some uh, high-level talent. Um, yeah. Whether these guys want to come and play for us is, is a different story. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a weird situation that we're in. But, uh, you know, yeah. I think Trevor Lawrence is, is definitely a, a, a talent. Is he the guy yeah. that's going to – you know, is he going to bring us leaps and bounds, though, his, his rookie and sophomore season? I'm not yeah. sure. Because well, the question is, can he? that we need. Yeah. Yeah. The question is, can he? And that's, that's a great question. Exactly. And, and we, then, uh, that's why, I'm, you know, I'm, and, again, I'm going to keep kicking out that tank as we go further, you know, into the season. But like you just said is, can he take us, take us leaps and bounds in his, you know, that, that freshman, sophomore year? in the NFL. And the question is, will he have the roster? And if he doesn't, you know, can he do that with what, basically what we have with maybe a couple more pieces added just from the regular drafts that we have, and you don't know, but you know, yeah. we'll see what happens when we yeah. go forward. Yeah. But, but, you know, that's all, kind of is what it is. Mark, all dependent on Joe Douglas. I know a lot of people yep. have faith in Joe Douglas here. You know, he, he's made yep. some, some good picks, some questionable, you know, letting Robbie go. And I know he's uh He's done a show where he's actually come out and talked about that mistake about not giving Rob, Robbie another opportunity. But at least he's a yep. man to miss, you know, what, what Robbie's doing over in Carolina. You know, you have that yep. guy on the outside yep. of Mims, and, you know, maybe may a little bit different story this year. Yeah, yeah, but Carolina also has other weapons, too. Carolina's also, you know, it, coached better than we are as they well. Do. So, so, I mean, look, so, look, you know, that, again, that, that, that might lend play? to my point of, you know, trading back, you know. That's it. That might be my point right there. Who's been the best player on the offense so far? To me, it's Makai Beckton. To to me, it's been Makai Beckton. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Unbelievable left tackle. He's another guy. That was a a great pick. Uh, He was was the pick that I I wanted. I know a couple guys were looking at Werfs. And uh, who was the other kid? Uh, Thomas. But uh, I'm glad we went with Beckton. The kid, the kid is yeah. uh, the kid's a talent for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Mark, again, listen, I want to thank you for calling in. If you can give my uh, listeners, again, just your social media and where they can contact you and how they can get involved in the toy drive, it would be phenomenal. Again, thank you for coming on. No, of course. Listen, guys, anybody that wants to send any monetary donations, you can send to 465 Marin Boulevard in Jersey City, New Jersey. That's our uh, fire headquarters. Uh, if you want to donate a toy, uh, you can go to, you know, if you buy your own, you can stop at any firehouse in Jersey City, drop it off. Don't know who, you know, where to get it to. Uh, you can also log on or, you know, check out my Facebook page or Instagram, which is Mark underscore Vincent. Uh, I have the link there for donatedtoy.org. The link on the page goes to the to, to our drive, so just don't go to donatedtoy.org. Make sure you click that link so the toys come directly to this drive. And any don- uh, donations uh, bought off that website, Toys for Tots will match one for one. Yeah. Again, Mark, I want to thank you for coming on. It's phenomenal everything you're doing. Again, everybody knows we're going to continue to show support uh, to the Mark V. Lee Toy Drive as well. Thank you for coming on again, Mark, and you have a good night. 
Joe, thank you for having me, buddy. Always a pleasure. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Go Jets. Yeah. Go Jets. You have a good one. Whew. Let me tell you something. Mark V. Lee, the Mark V. Lee Troy Drive. Again, everyone, get involved any way you can. I'm going to blast it again across our social media so you'll be able to go there and uh, click that link, like he said, and get involved with everything that they are doing. That is a phenomenal, phenomenal charity. I love what they do, and I love getting involved and just spreading the word with everything that they're doing over there. Salute to Mark V. Lee, and also salute to the Jersey City Fire Department. Hey, if you have a toy, monetary, anything, take it to a fire department, and they'll make sure to get it to them. So now with that said, let me tell you something. We got to get back to talking about these Jets, okay? (laughs) We got to get back to talking about these Jets, sadly. I know I got a lot of callers on the line. I will get to everybody. Please just be patient. I will get to you. I promise. Um, Let me tell you something. This team right now, a lot of issues here, all right? A lot, a lot of issues. We're going into this Raiders game. We put Alex Lewis on the non- uh, non non-football injury list. There's a lot of rumors swirling around about what happened with him. You know, him talking to Gaze, supposedly they had, you know, got into it, and uh, he told Gaze, hey, I should have left when Jamal left. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and Gaze had a response to that. <laughs> there was also, you know, a rumor swirling around about him getting into it with Joe Flacco as well, uh, you know, in the uh, in a parking lot. You know, so he's away from the team now. He's not, you know, he hasn't been practicing. Uh, so he's definitely not going to play in this game. They're going to start Pat Elfin and his, uh, in his absence, we also know that Fant was having dealing with some injuries as well, had some issues. But guess what? He's going to be playing. Uh, you know, they've cleared him. <sighs> There's just a lot of stuff going on, man. A lot of stuff going on with this football team. Adam Gaze has come out, talked about how he failed Sam Darnold. Nothing new there. Guy's an idiot. <laughs> you know, I mean, Adam Gaze failed Sam Darnold. Adam Gaze has failed everybody. There's been nobody that has been successful in his scheme you know, outside of Peyton Manning, who wasn't even running his scheme. But that's the only guy that's ever been successful. Um, so let me go ahead and get to the callers, because I want to talk to you all about this game. I want to talk to you folks about everything surrounding the New York Jets. And the first guy I'm going to go to, top of the list, is my guy, Rich. Rich, calling in. Salute to you, my man. It's good to talk to you tonight. How are you doing tonight, Rich? Joe, I've missed you. I know you probably oh. been thinking what happened to me. I was locked up for impersonating a football fan. Um, no. I've been so, so busy lately that I haven't had a chance to – I've been watching your shows, like, after the fact, but I haven't been able to, like, watch them on their live. But I'm glad that tonight was an exception. So yeah. it's good to be back and talking to you finally. And um, yeah. I just want you to know that – I, a few years ago in my first marriage, my first wife caught me cheating. And then for like two years, she knew it. And then I told her at the end, I failed you as a husband. And she said, everybody saw that. This is, this is just a, a very bad joke of the equivalent to Adam Gay saying he failed Dan Barton. <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's mind boggling, Rich, to see. I mean, you're basically telling people exactly what they already knew. They already knew that you were a bad coach. They knew, you know, that you didn't understand truly how to develop Sam Darnold or his talent. This is one of the reasons why I spoke out against bringing in Adam Gaze from the very beginning. I knew that his system wouldn't fit Sam Darnold. It's a stagnant system with no motions. It, literally, the, the system is literally built for Peyton Manning. 
if you look at exactly what Peyton Manning does, where you come out, well, he was allowed to audible in the system. That was a big thing. But if you look what Peyton Manning does, he likes everything to stay exactly how it is. He'd read a defense because he was just beyond brilliant. He watched tape even in his sleep. You know, he was just – that's how Peyton played. Well, in this, in this league, in this, in this football league, you have to make adjustments to what your offensive personnel does well, right? If you – always, always tell people this, you know, situation. If you look at Lamar Jackson, if you look what the Ravens have done with him, if you ask Lamar Jackson to just be a stand-in-the-pocket quarterback – be a statue. He wouldn't be as successful as he is with Baltimore because uh, they they allow him to use his legs, use his athletic ability to really scorch the defense. And then that puts the defense in situations where they have multiple things that they have to worry about with him. That allows that offense to become more than dynamic because you have to worry about him running. You have to worry about him getting out the pocket and making a play. And also, he still can throw from with, with, within the pocket now as well because they've put weapons around him and allowed him to continue to mature as a young QB. Here, you don't have to worry about much of none of that, especially with some of the things that they run as well. They run RPOs out there. They, their running game is, is ran off of a lot of things that he does as well. You're just, it's, just, it's just trickery and confusion. There's no trickery and confusion here. There's horrific offensive coaching and horrific offensive game planning. And then he gets up there and lies as well last week about, you know, Loggins calling the plays. We know when it's your offense, Gaze, because it looks like an Adam Gaze offense. It's just, it's just mind-boggling, man. <laughs> just I'm, telling you, I'm over it, Rich. I'm ready to lose it. Cor- I'm correct. You, I'm ready to lose correct it. Me if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, right? If I yeah. say as the head coach, okay, Joe, you're going to call the plays, right? And millions yeah. of people on national TV see you standing there with no clipboard in your hand and your mouth is completely still. <laughs> How is it that you were calling the place? Do, do they I have a special Maybe. thing hooked up, hooked up to your hat that, that, that reads it from your mind and then goes through, through the headset, the, you know, the, the quarterback or what? It, it's telepathy. I, it's telepathy. Oh. I just, I send it in through my brain. I, I think really hard. And then boom, everybody knows what I just called. <laughs> Literally everybody did. on the defensive side too. Yeah. Everybody knows. <laughs> so, so it's it's just it's mind boggling. Listen, I've been like I said, the last few weeks I've been like busy with work and stuff, right? And so I yeah. I whitewatch the uh Jets games nowadays because it's already like the only the only game that was anything near interesting was the New England game. And yeah. beyond that, it's just been same old thing. And yeah. the caller that you had on before, right, I was thinking, yeah. because today they were talking about that on ESPN radio, the same thing. Do the Jets give up on Darnold, and do they draft Trevor Lawrence? Well, here's the problem, right? Let's say you trade mm-hmm. Sam Darnold to – the 49ers, for example, who right now are dying to get rid of, to get away from Jimmy G and anybody Jimmy else. Jimmy G, yeah. Right? Yep. Let's say you trade him over there. A couple of years from now, Sam Darnold is in the Super Bowl, and we're here with Trevor Lawrence and his family talking about what could be if we get things together. I'll give you another example. Yeah. What if we trade him to Pittsburgh? Same situation. Oh, Oof. a couple of years from now. Pittsburgh Steelers are, are going to the Super Bowl being led by uh, Sam Darnold. And the Jets are here with Trevor Lawrence and yeah. nothing else. So, 
So the hope that I have is because the only other poorly run franchise, I mean, there's a lot of them in the NFL, but in terms of like right there neck and neck with the Jets right now is mm-hmm. the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I'm just hoping that the Jaguars will finance their whole entire future and say we need that number one pick because we were stupid enough to win one game and you guys didn't. And we will give you yeah. everything for the next three years, whatever, so we can have Trevor. Because honestly, you could say, well, Trevor Lawrence is a generational athlete. Oh, he's a generational quarterback. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. Ain't nobody going to do nothing without any weapons. Period. Mm. End of story. That's why Tom Brady yeah. is a buck and not a patriot this year and next year either. Because mm. last year he, he had no weapons, right? And he said, you yeah. know what? I want to play, but I don't want to play like this. So I'm out of here. Yeah. So, yeah. again, you can say whatever you want. It's Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, for example. Great quarterback, but guess what? He has a lot of weapons around him. A yeah. lot. And a great offensive mind as well. Exactly. So if you have yeah. none of – you could be the greatest quarterback to ever set cleat to turf, and but if you don't have those other necessities around you, it ain't going to make a difference. So for yeah. the people out there yeah. that are like, no, you have to take Trevor Lawrence. You have to get rid of Sam Darnold. Just remember, you're bringing in Trevor Lawrence to the same exact situation. That's it. Mm. Maybe, okay, mm. there'll be a different coach. Sure, of course. Cause after, I mean, what else does Adam Gates have to do to, to basically, you know, the, put the final nail in his own coffin? Like, does he have to come out and say, I think Christopher Johnson's an idiot for giving me a job. I mean, I'm just letting you guys know the truth. So yeah, but again yeah yeah. Look, look, listen, Rich. I, look, Rich. I mean, you, you're speaking the absolute truth, man. You're speaking the truth, and and you've got a great take and a great point there. You know, it's going to be tough going forward. We're we're and we're definitely going to talk about that. I want to talk to you about you know the game coming up though. Uh, I want to get your thoughts. You look at the situation. We were just talking about the offense, the issues there. But I'll tell you what. There's been a playmaker. Mims really has stepped up this season. I've been very excited about him. We all kind of felt like he hasn't gotten the ball enough at times. Uh, but going against his Raiders team, I think he has some favorable matchups there. Do you think he breaks 100 yards in this week's game against the Raiders? He should. And if he doesn't, I want mm-hmm. him to do like Keyshawn Johnson and write a book about it, okay? Because <laughs> at this rate, um, Mims has been absolutely great from what I've seen, that every time the ball is thrown his way, he makes things happen. So he's got this favorable matchup, so he should, without any problem, cross the 100 yards, uh, you know, catching and stuff like that. But the thing is that we just need more plays through the air. I'm tired of seeing Gore up the middle. Gore to the right. Gore this. I'm like, is it 2003? Like, what is this? Just – let Frank Gore, you know, when we're at a second and three, yeah, okay, you could use Frank Gore. Third and one, even. But why is it first Man. down? Okay, let's do a running play. First down, let's do a running play. Why? I yeah. mean, I just hope that at this rate, they'll start to – I've been saying this for the last – three months and nothing's happened, but we could all wish uh, that they finally see the error of their ways and say, you know what, we need to throw the ball more 
And Sam just needs to realize that he has to stop throwing across his body because that never works. So yeah, that's something that's his own fault. So yeah, let's just hope. I mean, uh, all we can hope for at this yeah. rate is that Sam Darnold is just auditioning to keep his job. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is what it is. You look at the defensive side. Let me ask you, this is going to be my last question for you before I let you go, but do you think that Quinnen will be able to wreak havoc in this football game? How many sacks do you think he gets against these Raiders? Mm, I think I could give him I could give him at least three. They haven't been okay. You know, they haven't been the, the Raiders. People people look at the Raiders like, oh, you know, they beat Kansas City once and they almost beat them twice. Well, I saw it the second game. Yeah. And the defense was getting to Carr, so yeah. Carr is good. Don't get me wrong, and they have a pretty okay offensive line, but Quinton Williams is a beast. So yeah. I could give Quinton Williams at least three sacks on this game. Easily. Okay. 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 And so uh, before I let you go, what is your final score prediction for the Jets versus the Raiders? Uh, all right. I'll make it quick. I'll say <laughs> 28 to 7. 28 to 7. Okay, twenty-eight to seven Raiders. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, Rich. Listen, Rich, man, listen. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. It was phenomenal to speak to you, bro. I gotta hear from you more often, my man. I gotta hear from you more often. I love hearing your perspective about the New York Jets and just the future of where we're going, man. Again, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. Thank you for having me on, and don't worry, I'll I'll be back more regularly. (laughs) All right. Well, you have a good night, man. You too. Take care. Rich calling in. Listen, we're going to keep going with the callers. Rich calling in. He's spitting his takes. He took the Raiders. He took the Raiders. I got a feeling a lot of people are going to take the Raiders tonight, you know, and I, and I understand it. I understand it. But listen, before I get back to the callers, I'm going to go to the, to my savages in the chat real quickly. If this is your first time listening to me, uh, while I, while I do the blog talk radio, everybody's on, we're having fun. I also live stream too. So I got my guys in the chat. I call them the savages. Why? Because they're savage. They don't care. Nobody's safe out here. They get at everybody, okay? They get at everybody. <laughs> Beginning to end, it does not matter. You throw a take out there they don't like, they're going to let you know about it. So I'm going to talk to my savages really quickly. Danny O'Dell, salute to you, Danny. Uh, thank you for, you know what I'm saying, joining the stream. Danny says, Joe, do you believe that the reason Sam is not succeeding is his fault or the Jets organization as a whole? That's a good question there, Danny. I think, you know, I think it's more on the Jets organization due to the fact that uh, we're trash. Like <laughs> just what we've done here. The co- I mean, bringing in Adam Gaze was an idiotic idea. The fact that we didn't have enough weapons, the fact that we only drafted one wide receiver that was literally in a draft that was touted as the one of the deepest wide receiver classes as far as talent in NFL history, I think was a, a, a big mistake. I think that, you know, our offensive line has had issues. Not correcting that has been a big mistake, too. There's been big issues. Um, You know, yes, Sam has not necessarily played his best all the time, but, bro, he's been hindered quite a bit. And I'm just honest about it. Again, I don't take away, you know, some of the bad plays that he's made. I don't, you know, make excuses for him. But, my goodness, man, the things we've done organizationally have been horrific. We put him in a really bad position, and I don't think we've done enough to make sure that he can succeed here. I really, really don't, you know, so kind of is what it is. I'm going to go to my second guy, Jacobs. Yo, salute to you, uh, Avromi Jacobs. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Another savage in the chat says, Adam Gaze has been successful at one thing, and that is making Chris Johnson look like a complete idiot. 
<laughs> Listen, they get at you. It, it, that's the facts. That's the truth. That's just the, the absolute truth of the matter. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Chris Johnson looks ridiculous. And that's why the next guy that the Jets bring in here, you know, we need to make sure that we allow Joe Douglas to make the decision because the Johnsons, Chris Johnson should have nothing to do with our next uh, head coaching hire because they clearly have shown you over and over again, they have no clue of what they're doing and they're going to make the worst decision that they can make, you know, whether it be, you know, bringing in Adam Gaze or not, not getting rid of Mike McCagney before we should have, it was just ridiculous stuff. But I'm going to get back to these callers. Salute to every uh, savage in the chat. I will get to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Keep on doing your thing. People are going crazy in there, you know, giving me your take. But I got to get back to these callers. So the next caller I'm going to get to, my guy Elias, man. Elias is calling in. He's got takes. And I want to hear from him. Elias, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. What are your thoughts about the Jets-Raiders game we got coming up? What's going on, Jay? How you doing, man? I'm all right. How about yourself, my friend? I'm doing good. Uh, kind of excited for the game. Hopefully another loss. Hopefully the young guys play well. Just waiting for the season to be over. But uh, I'm basically just watching these games so I can call into your show afterwards because I, I, that's that's definitely a good time, especially more than the game. So. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You know, it's tough. It's tough. You know, I'll be with y'all again this week watching this game with y'all. But, you know, it, it, it is tough. But I'll tell you what, we all get to sit down and talk about what we saw there and, you know, trade takes. But I want to get your thoughts on this, Elias, sticking with this game. Do you think that this is a game where Darnold can come out and really get some things going early and, you know, put some points on the board? Uh, it, it's tough. Uh, I, you know, I wouldn't be – you know, I, I hope so. You know, I, I feel bad for the kid, what we've done to him, you know, sending up with games and stuff. But, um, man, we just – we've been anticipating that every game this year, and it just hasn't really happened. Like, he hasn't really been playing – he didn't really, like, what's his best game? Like, he had a decent game against the Niners, but it was all short yeah. stuff, which wasn't really his fault. It was just Gase calling, like, you know, bubble screens to Chris Hogan. and Don't get me started on that. But um, uh, he got Man. really good too, but oh, whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I you know, I, you know, he balled out against the Raiders big time last year, but this is a completely different – this is a different Raider team. So yeah, and uh, they got some they got some guys, especially a couple guys on defense. I'm pretty worried about uh, Max Crosby's a beast. Um, I was yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, Farrell. So not bad pass rush. They got some decent guys on that defense. Corey Wilson at linebacker. Uh, but their offense yep. is what scares me more a bit. But um, yeah, especially at Darren Waller. That dude's a monster. Yes. Uh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs isn't playing, but they, you know, they run the ball pretty effectively, and their their offensive yeah. line is very good too. Especially when uh, the previous caller was talking about Quinn Williams doing really well. I he can't. I can see him doing well, really well, but especially like that offensive line is really good. Especially guys like Rodney Hudson. I'm, I don't know what to do with Richie Incognito, but he's a good player too. So yeah, I'm just hoping to see some young guys playing well. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and it's great that you talk about young guys playing well. And one of the one of the, the parts of this football team, that I want to see, you know, really uh, how they function. Like you talked about with this, these offensive uh, players for the Raiders is our, our cornerbacks. I want to see how they function when they get tested this week, because you talked about this offense. You know, that offensive line is solid. Waller, very good tight end in this league. Big body. I mean, this and he can move after he catches the football like. 
He can he can move, and let me tell you something. You try to go high on him, he will dust you off, run you right over, and keep it moving. But they also got some guys at wide receiver that I think can do some things too. Aguilar is a guy that can make plays. He's done decently this year, you know, with them. Winfro is a guy as well. He's been moved around. He comes out the slot from time to time. He can make plays too. But I want to get your thoughts on them being tested by Ruggs because Ruggs is a, a, you know, young kid. We were all excited about him, especially coming in the draft. He was talked about as a target possibly for the New York Jets, but he's a guy that's all speed. I mean, his athletic ability, some of the things that he can do, again, he's had kind of an up-and-down season. Um, you know, he, he played a really solid game against the Raiders once, or excuse me, against the, the, I think it was Kansas City early in the season where he had some bombs that he caught. Are you concerned that this guy who they brought in to really, you know, take the top off the defense, are you concerned that he could burn us and burn our secondary really bad with our corners being kind of young and inexperienced? I kind of hope he burns us because I'm thinking about starting him in fantasy. So, you know, <laughs> that's that. But, but also, um, no, Ruggs is a good player. He's kind of had an up and down season. Like you said, he had that great game against Kansas City, but he has just that potential to just, you know, take the top off take the top off the defense, go deep and really, you know, wreak havoc there. So, um, yeah, it's slightly concerning, but you know, he hasn't had the great you know, the greatest season yet. But um yeah, mm-hmm. it should be interesting, you know, how our corners play against him, you know, Bryce Hall, Lamar Jackson, guys like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's we'll see what happens, man, because I, I really think that, you know, we, we got to keep our keep ourselves together and keep our tracks. But going back to the offense as well, what are your thoughts about this situation with Alex Lewis being put on the, you know, non-football injury list? Man. There's a lot of rumors swirling around about, you know, <laughs> him having issues with gays and, you know, saying things. Also, him probably having issues with, uh, you know, uh, Joe Flacco as well. How do you feel about that situation, man? Wait, so is it true that he actually said to Gase, like, I should have been gone when Jamal was, or is that, did that actually happen? When Jamal, that, yeah, that was the report. That was the report. Yeah, that was the report that, he, you know, that they got into it. Man, that's funny, because Alex Lewis is the one defending Gase when, you know, Manish Mehta was, like, talking about and that, uh, you know, whatever with Jamal Adams, talking about he said, you know, Gase is the problem, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of funny that, you know, his one guy who defended him, uh, you know, isn't feeling that way anymore. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. I, I, I want to see Cameron Clark playing, you know, Elfline okay. or whatever. But, but uh, you know, Cameron Clark's the guy we draft in the fourth round. Like, people are talking about him like he's not really able to – he played tackle in college, but he kind of projects more as a guard. So I understand yeah. not playing him just because – you it usually takes like a year to transition positions like that, but um, mm-hmm. I just want to see him play, man. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens going forward, man. My final question for you is: Go ahead and give me your uh, your last your 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 score, uh, you know, final score for the game against the Raiders. Um, I'm gonna say probably twenty-eight to ten, uh, Vegas. You know, the Raiders. I keep saying Oakland, man. But uh Yeah. It's, it's yeah, definitely. I think you know, they're they're coming off a tough loss. I think they're gonna be motivated. A lot of Jets fans are you know, I feel like they're getting worried that, you know, people, you know, pro tank guys about, mm-hmm. you know, the you know, Raiders coming off a you know, didn't play well, they're coming from the West Coast. But like dude, the Jets have been so bad this year that like no one scares me to lose a tank at this point. 
except for like I don't yeah. know, the Jaguars or something. Like, um, which I've um, I've one question for you actually. Yeah, go ahead. Um, the Jets YouTubers that I watch, you're kind of the only guy who's anti-tank wants to roll with Sam. Would I know you said mm-hmm. you don't want to go 0 and 16? If we have that you mm-hmm. know number one pick lined up and into week 17 and we win, would you be upset or would you be fine with you know, you know, not going? I mean, it'd be. Yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't. It is what it is. If we go out there, we compete, and we end up winning a game. I, you know, I wouldn't care. To be completely honest okay. with you, it wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't care. If we go out there, right. we compete hard, and we end up somehow winning a football game. It is what it is. Like you know, I mean the way it's looking, that's you know probably not going to happen. <laughs> but you know we got to go out yeah. there, we got to do our thing. But I wouldn't be like massively upset and throwing stuff. No, not me at all. It just kind of is what it yeah. is. I, I, like I said, I don't want to see us go zero and sixteen. I, I don't want that. I don't want zero and sixteen on the record of a franchise that has had a lot of very you know idiotic moments. I would just say that a lot of bad moments, a lot of moments where yeah, be on you just want to cover your head in shame. Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I, I just, I don't want that. But we'll see, you know, how the season continues to go and continues to play out. Listen, last, I got to get back to the rest of these callers. A lot of people on the lines. Listen, man, I want to thank you for calling in. You have a good night, all right? Yeah, have a good night. Take care. All right, peace. Whew. Elias on the line, bringing his takes. We're going to continue uh, to go to the lines here. Uh, got a new caller here. I'm going to get to this new caller. You know what I'm saying? Eight. Eight four eight. Uh, give me your name. Give me where you're from, and what are your thoughts on this game uh, that the Jets have coming up against the Raiders? Joe, by this voice, I'm oh, sure you don't need a name. <laughs> I'm sure you don't need a name or where I'm from. No, I just you know. How are you doing tonight? It's good to talk to you. <laughs> you, you, you. I'm bringing the heat. Hopefully, hopefully. Like your former co, you know, your former co-host, you know, push me out the door or hang up on me and talk over me. And by the way, I miss you guys together, but that's another subject for another day. Hey, well, you know, creative differences. But I, I hear you, Shaq. I want to thank you for the love. I want to thank you for calling in. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you go off. Uh, I'm. I was, you know, I was trying to get a point out, and I couldn't. And I was saying. You know, an elite group or whatever, you know, the elite group of guys, mm-hmm. you know, like Drew Brees, the once-in-generation lifetime players like Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, and those guys, yeah. like, you know, those guys you would take over a guy like Eli Manning. But Eli Manning has mm-hmm. something that they don't have, and that's two Super Bowls, you know. And I'm sure you mm-hmm. know where I'm going with this, you know. Oh, yeah, uh, go ahead. Eli Manning, Eli Manning has two Super Bowls, and – they weren't even one because of him, you know. They were one because mm-hmm. of team and coaching. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, mm-hmm. and and basically where I'm going with this is, you know, I'm torn with this. Like, I don't care if we take Trevor Lawrence or whatever. You know, I don't care if Sam stays. You know, but my opinion is, what's going to get us to wins faster? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what's going to get us yeah. wins faster? And I feel like us trading the pick can get us to wins a lot faster, you know, trading okay. the picks, building the team, getting rid of Adam Gaze, you know? Okay. And everybody thought Jared Goff was damaged goods, you know? Facts. Rams wanted him out the door. Then they Facts. brought Sean McVay in. 
They what? Facts. They made the Super Bowl the next year. You know? Facts. Like, why, you know, and, and Sam has made some inexcusable passes and, you know, plays and stuff like that. But, you know, if you're not comfortable in what you're in or, you know, what you're doing, you're going to do stupid things or you're going to do things like just lackadaisical, you know, not saying that he's doing it in a lazy way, but he's not performing at a high level because he's possibly uncomfortable, you know, you you don't feel good with what's in front of him, you know? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of guys say, you know, I said, you know, Patrick Mahomes was bad and all of this stuff. No, he played bad in the Super Bowl. He didn't play Patrick Mahomes, you know, in that way in the Super Bowl. His defense played well. And, you know, his coaching wasn't up to par, but it helped. You know, he had his running Mm -hmm. game to lean on. You know, he had a guy to lean on in the running game, Damian Williams. If you watch the game, he helped him. You know, you can't – this is not a one – this is not – this is not a one-man show. You know, it's not a one-man show. Andrew Luck. You need a team. Indianapolis thought – Indianapolis thought that generational talent, you know, thought he can win a championship by himself. He was mm-hmm. getting beat up so much that they had that they was leaning on him so bad that he don't even want to play anymore. And so they mm-hmm. waited till the last year. He don't even yeah. want to play anymore. You know, yeah. like you, you and, and that guy that every Jet fan say he's terrible, he's trash, he's not better than them. Josh Allen, you remember that guy? What do we I have remember. around him? No. Everybody said he was terrible. Oh, boy. Yeah. What is around him? You yeah. you, you know like. Even the elite talent like Russell Wilson and Drew Brees and those guys, they won those championships. They won it because they had a team and coaching around mm-hmm. them. Russell Wilson yeah. won because he had a defense and he had a running game. Mm-hmm. You got to build your team and coaching. Let's not forget that. You got to, you have to have a team. Mm-hmm. Next year, what makes it worse is our team is filled with one year contracts. Our team is filled with yeah. so many one-year contracts. We don't even have a team next year, technically, if you take free agency out of here. You take free agency out of here, half of the team is not even there because everybody's on one-year deals. So mm-hmm. you want to delay, you're going to delay our process by picking Trevor Lawrence and then trying to rely on free agency when nobody is going to come here. Yeah. Nobody is coming here. You think Allen Robinson is going to go from a – a dysfunctional situation to another? Are you crazy? <laughs> Juju might not come here because he, cause Sam might be gone. So he might not come here. He want to continue winning. Like, you know, I, I, that, that, that's all I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that I'm not in love, I'm not in love with getting Trevor Lawrence or whatever. We don't know what he is yet. Let's be real. We don't know what he is mm-hmm. yet. He come here, he's going to look yeah. the same. We're going to sit there and wait those three years. We're going to wait those three years out, and then we're going to push him out the door the same way we push Sam out the door because we want, oh, because people, want people want improvement by six wins, nine wins the second year, and then possibly possibly making playoffs by one game or making the playoffs outside, the one, outside of that one game. So that's three years, and then basically we're waiting six years to get into the Super Bowl. And then, like I said, during those three years, we're most likely Trevor Lawrence is probably playing bad, and then we're going to push him out the door the same way we push him out the door. You get what I'm saying? Joe, did, did, did I I'm say something go. wrong I'm... there? Am I, do, do I sound stupid? Shaq. Was that the worst call Shaq. you ever heard before, Joe? 
No, Shaq, Shaq, listen, I hear your takes and I hear your points and you make some valid points there. And look, I just think a lot of, you know, some fans just feel like, listen, it's just time. They they see the shiny thing and I get it. Trevor Lawrence is, you know, the next thing, you know, coming. He's the he's the the, the poster boy. He's going to, you know, turn your franchise around. He's going to do all these things. But I remember, like you said as well, just listening to your point, I remember those exact same things being said about Sam Darnold, those exact same things. I remember people talking about how he was a franchise changer. He was a general. He was a talent. He was going to come in. You never have to worry about anything. He's going to transform your building. I will agree. We've done a really bad job of building around him. And, you know, I've been an advocate, and, you know, I understand uh, trading or Drafting Trevor Lawrence, I would not be upset if the Jets did that. But like you, and I'm going to continue to bring my take, especially as the offseason happens, when it comes forward, because that's all we're going to be talking about. I will be doing this show year-round, okay? So for those of you that think it's going to yep. stop once the season's over, eh, wrong, okay? Oh. <laughs> I will be doing this show year-round, and we will be talking about, uh, you know, during the offseason, our options and things. And I'm going to be talking about the uh, the option of trading out of that pick, get, getting a king's ransom, and rebuilding this football mm-hmm. team in a year, maybe two years, where we would mm-hmm. be solid. And not just that, not only is my, my plan, okay, I'm going to just give you folks a, a real clue into it, because I don't like when people be, oh, I, ha- I came up with this first. No, 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 no. Listen, my plan is to trade out of that pick, get a king's ransom, get two drafts, Pick up that fifth-year option for Sam Darnold, and if he don't mm-hmm. work out, you still have the capital yep, yep. to move on from his ass. Because guess what? Yep. You still got a boatload of picks. So that next quarterback that comes out, that next generational yep. talent, because there's one every year. I remember people telling me that yep. Marcus Mariota was a generational talent. I remember people telling yep. me, you know, Carson Wentz was a generational talent. I remember yep. – I mean, there's a lot of names that was yep. generational talents, right? So whoever yep. the next guy that's coming out is, we'll have the capital to either trade up for him, or if we're that bad, we can stay there and get him, which we shouldn't be that bad. So we're probably we're going to definitely yep. have to trade up for him, but it won't matter because we'll have yep. more capital than we even need. So and, and, that's a and smart one more idea. thing, Joe. I, I, because I, I, let me tell you something. I, yeah. oh, oh, one, one second, Zach, and, and you brought up another yeah, yeah, good yeah. point. I don't mean to break up what you're saying, but – the, the point to keep in Sam, like you said as well, you talked about uh, Jared Goff. I remember, like you said, Jeff Fisher, when he was with the Rams, people thought that Jared Goff was trash. They got rid of Jeff Fisher. That organization looked at him and said, oh, we got to get you out of here. They got rid of him. They brought in Sean McVay. Completely changed the way that we thought about Jared Goff. You also talked about, uh, you, when you talk about, you know, uh, rehabbing quarterbacks, look what happened to Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill was with Adam Gaze. Mm-hmm. People said he was trash. The Dolphins literally traded him for a couple picks. He goes over to, you know, Tennessee. They just gave him a big-time deal. He's their franchise quarterback. He has the fourth highest, I think is the fourth highest completion rate in the history of the yep. NFL. I thought Ryan yep. Tannehill was trash. If you look at what John Gruden has done with Carr, does anybody remember when they were talking about getting rid of Carr? When Carr was supposed yep. to be, like, the worst quarterback in the entire league? That's what I was told. Yep. He went over there and started yep. working with Carr, completely revamped what he's doing over there. That team is competing. They, they need more pieces. There's things that – but they're competing, and no one's saying that they need to get rid of Carr now. Everybody's saying, all right, let's build around him. That's why they went and got rugs. They're still trying to build other things over there. They got Waller. You know, we're facing them. So you can bring in a coach if he wants to work with a quarterback, and, uh, you know, you can win. 
So, but I'll let you go ahead. You know, go ahead, Shaq. I'm letting you go off. Go ahead. Say what you got to say. Yeah, no, it, it was something short. I was, I was, you were saying you was doing everything right. You know, you was good with me, you know, but uh, I, I was saying like, you know, you know, if, if, even if we get Trevor, right, you know, yeah. we trade Sam, a lot of people look at him as damaged goods. Basically, the highest thing, the highest pick we can get for Sam is maybe what, a third or, you know, Maybe a fourth, you know, a third and a fourth. You know, would you yeah. want a third and a fourth or a second and possibly a fourth and a third maybe or possibly a third and or fourth? You know, would you which one that mm-hmm. sounds better, you know? Like, you know, we yeah. get more wiggle room to fill in the roster. You know, we get a yeah. whole bunch of wiggle room to fill in that roster, you know, because like I yeah. said, it's depleted. Depleted, yeah. like you, like yeah. you said it. You said it earlier. You said it earlier before I called in. You said we don't, we we don't have our O line still shaky. Our receivers is not really, you know, all there. Okay, outside of Mims and Crowder, but it, it, mm. yeah, you know, they, they, you know, we just need one more guy. Uh, uh, we don't even have a pass rusher. We don't have a corner. No. Marcus nope. May might be leaving. He's probably sick of this. Uh, you know, yeah. Ashton Davis is learning, but. You know, we don't have we don't have these nice things. <laughs> we don't have none of these things. We don't have anything. I'm trying. I'm trying to win. I'm just trying to win, man. I'm trying to win. Yeah. We get this rebuild. We could. We could. We could make playoffs next year, or or be one game out of playoffs. I'll be fine with that. And then the next year, boom, we could possibly be deeper in the playoffs. You know, and we could do some things. You brought up Ryan yeah. Tannehill. Guess what? He went to a different situation, got better coaching, and he has a team around him. He got a running game with him. You know, we you know, we got they got defense. And you know, we got to we looking for we looking for everything. We need everything. Mm-hmm. You know, we need everything. Pretty much. Our running game is Frank Gore right now. Is Frank Gore on this team next year, Joe? Is Frank Gore <laughs> no. on this team? He shouldn't next be. Year? He shouldn't be. No. Like, come on. Come on. Come on. I love, like you say, we love the shiny toy. We love it. We love it. But Until we break it. We need it. more toys than just one. We need more toys than just one. That one toy yeah. won't even have a friend. It won't have a yeah. friend. Yeah. Like, like, come on. But, Joe, I know you well, got Jack, a question for Jack, me for this Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I got you know. We got to bring it back, and I, you know, I got callers. I'm gonna definitely get to everybody. Please be patient. I'm telling you, I'm gonna get to everybody tonight. I know, you know, we're people is just going off. I'm, you know, (laughs) so uh, you know, Shaq, when you look at this situation, how many yards do you think uh, Mims will have in this football game? I like him too, man. I, 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 I got high hopes for him. Um, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna have around seventy yards, like he's been, like he's been doing sixty something. You know, he just need to be more consistent. He just need to show up a little bit more. I understand he's young and still learning, but he just need to show up a little bit more for me. He's doing his thing. He gives us yeah. two or three catches, but, you know, I want him to be – I want him to get five, you know, because he got the yeah. ability to do it. I want him to get five, six catches a game, you know. I want him to do that so that way the defense really, really respects him, you know. Yeah. And Sam just needs to so give me your... look for him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. I think we definitely need to target him more. So give me your final score prediction for this football game. Uh, 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 <laughs> I want to say 
<laughs> Come on, Shaq. Come on, man. Give me something. 3820, man. 3820, man. 3820 Raiders. Okay. 3820 Raiders. All right. All right. All right. Gonna get, I respect it. We're going to kick at least nine points of field goals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, salute to you, Shaq, again. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in, man. Next time I have a show, I definitely want to hear from you. All right. You have a good night. Oh, yeah. I got you, man. Be safe, Mr. Joe. All right. Peace. Woo, listen, Shaq calling in. A lot of hot takes. You know what I'm saying? A lot of hot takes, and we're going to keep talking about this. We're going to keep going on. But I got to get to my guy, man. My guy, Steve. My guy, Steve, is calling in. You know, he he talks that talk, and I got to hear his thoughts about this this game that we got. You know what I'm saying? I got to hear his thoughts about this Raider game. We got coming up against a tough football team. Steve, thank you for calling in. How do you feel about Adam Gay saying he's failed Sam Darnold? Oh, God. I mean, what am I supposed to say at first? I mean, listen, Adam Gaze just didn't fail Sam Darnold. He failed this whole entire team. He literally yeah. failed the whole entire team. It's not just Sam Darnold. It's the whole entire team he failed, Joe. It's just yeah. – absolutely crazy you know just going back from last Sunday after the game against Miami when he basically lied to the team about the whole thing with the play calling like I said if I was the general manager if I was the owner of the New York Jets if I if I was hearing if I was listening to this press conference I have him in my office the next day I I would have to tell him listen Adam I'm sorry to say this to you I have to tie the tide tie the knot we got to let you go because I I can't have a coach that lies in front of the media about about yep. play calling like that, and that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I just, mean, it's it's, it's just a, it's it's just crazy. All right, Joe, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's just you know, it, it's just. I look at that situation and I'm like, hey, just tell us something we don't know, Adam Gage. You, us hiring him was such a bad move, and it really set us back. And I look at, you know, especially going into this game against the Raiders, there's so many questions here offensively because of him and his horrific play calling and how he handles business. And, again, the guy that, you know, he's affected, he said he failed him with Sam Darnold, and I'm looking at the situation, I'm saying to myself, okay, well, this week, if you come out and you publicly say that you failed him, this week should be a week where you should open up the playbook and do anything that you possibly can to, you know, allow him to just go out there and flourish. I mean, do you think that that's something that they do this week for him, Steve? Do you think that we'll see down the field bombs? We will see, you know, kind of a different little bit of play calling to help placate what Sam does well within the offense? No, I, I, I honestly think that's what could happen because, you know, you know, I mean, the thing is, though, when you look at this game, I mean, I, I hope they do that and, and, and try to do something different. I mean, God, but the only thing is, though, and if they have to go for it on fourth and one, no more running up the middle with Gore, but that's going to be what the most likely play is going to be, you know, <laughs> middle with Gore. But, but okay, so let's get up to more in this game. Yeah, let's get to more in this game. Now, here is the thing about the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, the Las mm-hmm. Vegas Raiders are a team right now. They're fighting for a playoff spot right now. They're out of a playoff spot going into this going into this week. But if you look at this team, listen, they can have that one game, you know, when they surprisingly shock the nation when they beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. Like, that was their best win of the season. Last week, the Raiders are coming off of one of the worst games that they had 
against the Atlanta Falcons. They absolutely got creamed in Atlanta. And, I mean, and, and listen, the Falcons are not a good football team either. I mean, we're worse than the Falcons, okay? But yeah, the thing we is, are. Though, when you look when you look at this when you look at this listen the thing is that what 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 a disadvantage is about that the raiders have this sunday i mean listen we've already had san francisco denver and arizona come to the eastern time zone this year and obviously they played well against us but i mean the raiders in the past have always not played well in the, in the northeast and especially when they mm-hmm. come to New Jersey to play us. Because the thing is, the Raiders, I, I don't think, haven't won a game in the Meadowlands area since the mid-1990s, I believe. But because the thing is, and Derek Carr, I mean, listen, Derek Carr is having a decent season this year. But the thing is, though, I got to say one thing about the coach, John Gruden. Listen, John Gruden at times can definitely open up some plays and he can come up with some big plays. But sometimes his play calling can be absolutely atrocious. I mean, there were yeah. times in games in the past that he's had where his play calling has been off. I mean, last year when the Raiders came to MetLife Stadium last year, we absolutely destroyed them in a 34-3 to game last year. I mean, listen, the yeah. Raiders, but this year, here are some things about the Raiders. Offensively, Derek Carr has some good weapons. They're not explosive weapons, but they're good weapons. I mean, his mm-hmm. best weapon to watch out for is Darren Waller. Now, the thing that the Jets do have a break about in tomorrow's game is there is no Josh Jacobs. And the other way of how I look at this Raiders offense is, you know, Hunter Renfro is a decent wide receiver. Um, uh, Nelson Aguilar is having a, a pretty good, decent season. Of course, you also mm-hmm. look at the guy, Henry Ruggs, who was actually the player that was drafted after Makai Becton in the first round. So Henry yep. Ruggs could definitely also be a threat too because he is a deep threat. But I mean, I mean, the thing is though that's that's with the Raiders' offense. But Joe, I'll let you get a chance to talk about what I just said about the Raiders' offense, and then I'll get to the Raiders' defense. Yeah, you know, uh, listen, the Raiders' offense. I think, like you said, I think you made some decent points there. I'm a little bit more worried about Ruggs than maybe some others are because we've seen, you know, things go awry this season, especially with deep shots within our secondary. But I think our young corners are up to the task. And we're going to see how they, you know, react and they're getting tested. I really want to see how the the Jets defense, is, Jets defense uses Marcus May as well in this football game too. Um, you know, I want to see, you know, is, is, are they going to bring him down there when Darren Waller comes to town? Because let me tell you something, if Waller's out there and you don't get him covered properly, it's going to be said and done because that boy is serious. No, no, because Darren, Darren <laughs> I, I Waller. The Raiders. I don't know if people, you know, as I know some people don't watch him as much as I do because I'm forced to. I'm here on the West Coast, and they are on TV all the damn time. But uh, let me tell you something. If you don't figure out how to get him covered, particularly in the red zone, it's game over, okay? <laughs> you, you don't figure no, it out, it's said he, and done. Darren so, Waller. You know, I'm a little worried about that, but I want to talk Darren, to you a little bit yeah. about this defense as well. This 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 Raiders defense is serious. Max Crosby is serious business. This is a guy we got to get blacked, got to get blocked. Uh, when you look at the situation with our offensive line, do you think we'll be able to handle him? And are you concerned about him, you know, rushing the passer and really getting to Sam and causing an issues and wreaking havoc on our offense as well? Yeah, no, that's the thing about the Raiders' defense. Now, listen, Max Crosby is pretty much the best player on the Raiders' defense. I mean, after that, the Raiders' defense is is ant. Like they're 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 deep. Listen, 
their defense is not as good as the Dolphins' defense was last week because the mm-hmm. Dolphins' defense was, is tougher than their defense is. I mean, because yeah. the thing is, the biggest weakness that the Raiders have on their defense, their secondary is absolutely atrocious this year. I mean, they definitely do give up a lot of yards per game. I, I mean, yeah. and, and they do have an issue. This is a game where I can see Denzel Mims going off in this game tomorrow against the Raiders. Let me tell you something, yeah. though. I want to tell you something about Denzel Mims. You know, if Sam is going to be the quarterback of the future or if, if um, you move on from Sam after this season, season and let's say we end up having the number one pick and getting Lawrence, let me tell you something. Denzel Mims is a future receiver, and Mekhi Becton is a future left tackle for us. Because yeah. let me tell you yeah. something about Mims. I got to tell you, the one thing I like about what Denzel Mims has done so far in his, mm-hmm. in his rookie debut this year and, and in the games that he's played, let me tell you, he, he likes to get physical with the number one corner we, know we go up against. Like, you saw what he, what, when he was up against with Xavier Howard and the guy Breland yeah. from Kansas City. He, he even drew a penalty on Trevadius White back in week eight when we played the Bills the second time. I, I, I got yeah. I got to tell you something, Mims. I think is going to be. I think Mims could definitely have a big impact tomorrow. It's just that Sam. The thing is, what Sam needs to do is he definitely has to throw the ball against them. But the thing is, though, yeah. now the thing is about the about also with the Raiders, which is this, because this this is a game that I have been reading this week that Raider fans are actually a little bit worried about this game. They are yeah. worried that this yeah. could be a trap game for them uh, tomorrow against yeah. us because, you know, the Jets are a team. They're desperate. They're still desperate for a win. And, and I mean, and the thing is, though, listen, John Gruden sometimes can go out flat. Listen, there have been at times during the regular season when the Raiders have had bad games when Raider fans have wanted John Gruden out. I mean, I don't know if you, yeah. if you see that out in California, Joe, but Raider yeah, you fans know, definitely yeah, you get know. very good. Yeah, you know, it, it, there's been some games where people have definitely, you know, been wondering, hey, what's going on? But I tell you what, John has also won quite a bit of games here too, or quite a bit, a bit of games with the Raiders as well, where, you know, have fans excited. And again, they're still building. They're a team that's still trying to put things together, and they're finding their way. But they got some very good pieces there, especially a lot of pieces to go, you know, move forward with too. So, you know, there's there's some exciting football to play with the Raiders, and we have to take them seriously going into this football game. We got to be prepared. But Steve, I'm gonna get back to these calls. I got a lot of callers, man. Give me your final prediction, your final score prediction for this game against the Raiders. Yeah, sure. So here is the thing. I think the Jets are gonna give this game a very close game against the Raiders. I think it, it is okay. going to be very close. However, though, Joe, I still think, unfortunately, the Raiders are still going to slide this one away. I think they will okay. find a way to slide this away, and the Jets are going to, I think, tomorrow are going to find a way to mess it up. But listen, I could be right. I could be wrong. We'll see what happens tomorrow. I'm going to go 24 Raiders, 20 Jets tomorrow. Okay. Okay. 24 Raiders, 20 Jets. All right. I respect that, Steve. Hey, listen. It was great speaking with you tonight. Thank you for calling in, my friend. And next time I do my show, I definitely Joe, want to hear from you. Joe, thank you. Joe, thank you so much, man. Have a good night, man. Bye-bye. All right, you have a good one. Listen, <laughs> Steve calling in. Steve calling in, and he's giving us his takes. I'm going to continue to go uh, to the line. Salute to everybody. Salute to the savages in the chat. You know what I'm saying? Salute to y'all. Y'all going off. 
I'll get to y'all, you know, a little bit later, but I got to keep going with these calls. I want to thank everybody for calling in again. Please do not call in. Do not curse on my show because I will get you out of here fast. All right. Faster than Adam Gates can call uh, Gore up the middle on fourth and one. That's fast. All right. I'll get you out of here quick. <laughs> Talking quick. Well, let me tell you. So uh, I'm going to keep going to these calls. 973-973, I'm coming directly to you. I want you to give me your thoughts about Sam Darnold going up against these Raiders. Do you think uh, he's going to play a solid game here? Do you think he can turn things around and kind of, you know, get most of the fan base that are, you know, already kind of ready to move on for him to kind of get them to turn their heads? Is this the game where we see Sam Darnold turn it around? Hey, Joe. Um, actually, um, about Sam Darnold, um, I think he may, you know, have a okay type of game, but not too, okay. you know, dominant like he did last time, like last year. Um, I think last year he threw like 200 yards with two touchdowns, I think. Um, I think my okay. prediction for this for today, I think, uh, not today, I mean tomorrow would be, I don't know, probably the same type of stats around that. Not mm-hmm. not too amazing, but then again, not too bad, you know, th- this time around. Because the Raiders' defense is not it- – it's not a good defense. I mean, they got blown mm-hmm. up by the Atlanta Falcons, who is not a good team. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I hear you. Um, this Raiders' defense, like, like you know, I spoke about as well earlier in the show, their secondary has some issues, but they do have a guy, Max Crosby, that I'm extremely worried about, especially when you look at our offensive line in the situation that they had. Alex Lewis is not going to be playing, so we got Pat Elfin starting. How concerned are you about Crosby taking over this football game, you know, as a pass rusher and really just wreaking havoc? Well, it, it depends on how, you know, if Max Crosby is against, you know, Makai Becton, he's probably going to be shut down like, you know, every other um, player that yeah. went against Becton. But yeah. if if Crosby's against, like, any other part of the line, I probably think Fan. he's going to get to Sam with yeah, yeah, and that's that's, that's what I'm thinking as well. I think that they'll move him around. I really do think that they'll move him around. I don't think they'll just have him on the left side because, again, like you said as well, which was a great point, Makai Beckton being one of the, you know, bright spots for our team, one of the bright spots along our offensive line. Hell, he's our best offensive lineman already. I think that they'll move him over to the right side and try to, you know, give him a go at Fant. And Fant has been very up and down this year. Uh, so I, I think he's going to be definitely be used in – kind of attack us from that spot too. But also when you look at us, um, you know, offensively, I'm still kind of wondering about our running game against these Raiders. Do you think we'll be able to run the ball effectively against them? Um, P. Ryan's still out, right? I think, I think P. Ryan's mm-hmm. still out. Um, yeah, he's so, still out. So it's going to be Gore, Ty Johnson, and Josh Adams are going to be our running backs. Oh, God. And we're going to probably give Frank Gore probably 20 carries to the game. Great. Um, 40 carry Gore. He's getting that extension. I'm oh. telling y'all. That man's 30 plus years old. Listen, he's just spring chicken. <laughs> he's in his prime. You know, personally, for Frank Gore, <laughs> I hope he doesn't go out like this, like with an 0 16 team. Like, I feel so bad yeah. for that guy. He's like, yeah. his kids in college were crying out loud. Um, <laughs> but personally, I think the Jets, you know, game is going to be like it's always, you know, sometimes you get that little flash play with Gore, but sometimes Gore gets stuffed in the back line. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's very inconsistent, the run game. It's, uh, it's up and down. Yeah. I think it's going to yeah. be the same way. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm wondering. I think if we can get something going early off of the run, because you know, if we can move the ball that way, and I'm but the running plays have got to be more more innovative, which I don't think you know Gaze is going to be able to do that. No. But if they were more no. innovative and you know. I would give us a chance to really get the ball rolling as far as running the ball on the ground, but I don't know, man. But what are your thoughts about Adam Gay saying he's failed Sam Darnold as well? How do you feel about that? If I were Christopher Johnson, if I would have heard him, like, made that comment, I would have just fired him right after that. I would have said, you just, you know, you were hired here for a reason. You were hired here to develop this guy. Now you're just yeah. giving up? Like, you yeah. know what? Good luck to you. Don't let the door yeah. hit you on the way out. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's, I have it's a question tough, for you, actually. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Joe, I have a question for you. What do you think, personally, if we get Trevor Lawrence, yeah. what, personally, do you think, what coach would be perfect for him? For Trevor Lawrence. I think, you know. It's tough, uh, depending on, you know, what you want to run. I know every coach would have, you know, their own scheme and things. I just, to me, I think it's, when we talk about getting the next coach in here, I think it's more about traits versus scheme and all these other things. Because, again, it can vary. You know, guys can make adjustments, offensive coordinators, whoever you bring in. But I think you have to have a coach that has, that understands how to build young quarterbacks, that understands how to utilize offensive talent and understands how to relate to players. And I think that that's why Adam Gaze definitely would not be a guy that we want to keep around here. I know you talked about firing as well. I want him gone, but I would love to see if, if we're going to Trevor Lawrence route, if that's just, you know, the scenario that you're giving me, we're going to draft them. Not, you know, nothing to be said about it. I would love to see Eric Benimi with him. Oh man. I would love to oh, see yeah. that. Definitely. I would love to see Arthur Smith with him. I would love to see DeBoe oh. with him. I'm big on, I'm, listen, I'm big on Arthur Smith, DeBoe, Eric Benimi. And um and and Greg Roman as well. I am big on those guys. I really would like those. I know people that talk about Campbell one, and all these other guys. I, I you know I, I'm big on that. Greg so. Roman kind of scares mm-hmm. me a little bit. I don't know why he just okay. gives me that. He gives me the same vibe as Adam Gase. I don't know why Ravens fans want him well, gone. Actually, I mean, yeah, I mean he you know very scary. I hear what you're saying, but you know, I, yeah, you know, I don't I don't get that vibe. I, you know, but I respect your take, but. I look at it, I want guys that have been around young quarterbacks that understand how to groom them, understand how to put them in situations to succeed. That's my thing. And I think that that's why it's so important that we get the right guy in here next time. Because if we don't, we're going to have major issues going forward. I'm telling you, we're talking about getting set back. Yeah, and it's going to set us back for years. So I I, I don't want to see that at all. We got to get the right guy in here. And those are my guys. Um, you know, we got to make sure we get it right. But but just sticking with this, because uh, I got a lot of callers. And uh, again, I want to thank you for calling in. It was phenomenal to speak with you. Uh, can you give thank me you. your final score prediction for this game against the Raiders? It highly depends. If, if we're talking Jets luck here, the, mm-hmm. any game that the Jets would win this season, mm-hmm. personally, I think this is the game to win. Okay. But, you know, I kind of think the Raiders are going to take it. Um, I think it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be 14-10, to 10, kind of an ugly defensive game. Ooh, okay. 14-10. to 10. 
Uh, Raiders. Raiders are going to take it. Okay. 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 14 to 10 Raiders. I respect that. I respect that. Hey, listen, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. The next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, man. You had a lot of great points and a lot of good takes, all right? Thanks, Joe. I love the show. Thank you so much, man. You have a good night. You too. All right, peace. Woo, let me tell you something. That was a heck of a caller right there. Phenomenal call from him. Phenomenal call. Love speaking to him. He's definitely got a call back. We definitely got to talk to him again. I'm going to keep hitting these lines, all right? Salute to my savages in the chat. Salute to them. I'm going to get – actually, let me get to the savages real quick. Jet Black in the chat. Salute to you, Jet. Jet says, I waited this whole season just for rugs to dust our secondary. <laughs> Jet, this is what I'm talking about. You see what I'm dealing with here? These dudes don't care. <laughs> they don't care, man. They don't care. They, they, you know, they'll just destroy you. It doesn't even matter, man. Salute to the savages in the chat. All my guys, Jet Black, Jet Black Portway, uh, you know, saying Shaq, .5, all of y'all. Salute to all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in the chat. Cliff Hopkins, everybody. But I'm going to get back to these lines, okay? I'm going to get back to these lines. And I'm coming to my guy, man. This is my guy right here. He calls in, and he talks that talk. I'm coming to my guy in North Carolina. Listen, give first off, thank you for calling in. Give me your thoughts about this game coming up against these Raiders, man. Do you think Sam Darnold will be able to play solidly in this football game? Yes, no doubt. He, he has all the tools and the talent. I know his, his mindset has been broken with the nonsense coming from Gates. Mm-hmm. And, uh, how poorly he's handled him, and obviously his supporting cast hasn't, hasn't helped out a whole lot either. But I still see that that's why we see those continued flashes of greatness and what he yeah. could be. Yeah, I would not be surprised. <laughs> I would not be surprised. He, he, you know, breaks out with a game, throws for over 250 yards. Don't be surprised at that. He's got the tools to do okay. it, but, you know, based on how our setup is and, and where his mindset is right now, I think he, he definitely has regressed. I don't think mm-hmm. he's, he's quitting, but I think with his state of mind, he's not in the best state of mind, you know, with the team losing and, you know, this, this he's shadow mentally man exhausted. the organization, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's just exhausted. That's what I think biggest yeah. thing, Ellen Dawn. You know, I, I, I've always liked it from the start. Some people like him, some people don't. And it's not on a personal tip, it's just what they think his capability is. I don't think he lacks mm-hmm. anything. He just needs a, a better supporting cast, better coaches, and see if they can get him structured, you know, get him an actual quarterback coach, maybe somebody like a Chad yeah. to sit down, study film with him and talk with him, build that camaraderie, yeah. you know, had like, like he had with uh, Josh McCowan. I think in his yep. nine minutes, I think he missed him. He won't say publicly, but I think he missed him, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think he does as well. And for me going into this football game, I got some questions, especially along the offensive line. You know, you look at this yeah. situation with Alex Lewis being put on the non-injury football list. Uh, yeah. Ooh, Pat Elfin starting. We saw him have a miserable game last game when he was playing. There's a lot of concerns. Yeah. And we're going up against a team, a Raiders team with Max Crosby. This dude gets after it. Like, he don't play no games. Oh. <laughs> How concerned oh. are you about not just Crosby, but Farrell as well, really wreaking havoc on us and being able to get to Sam banging him around, do you think that this offensive line would be able to keep Sam protected at all? Yeah, that's questionable. That's questionable. I think if Gates has any common sense, he better at least make, a, make an attempt. Even if they stop it, to come out and run the ball and attempt to keep the defense honest and not let them key in so yeah. easily on Donald. 
You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. maybe the kid key in so e- easily on Don, I'm concerned about him, you know, re-injuring his shoulder, you know, landing in a bad way, you know? Yes, yes, yes. You are speaking absolute facts. Do you think we'll be able to run the ball effectively? I think if Michael P. Ryan is healthy and they go on and run him, I think, yes, we might be able to run him a little bit. If they stick to it and be persistent, they may be able to get it going. At some point mm. in the game, be able to get a, get in the rhythm and, and get some momentum and start to run the ball. Try to line up and keep it simple. Try to run behind Beckton and see if they can stack it, stack it and stop it. And, you know, and just keep going to it and, and until they can uh, break that up a little bit and run the ball. Because I think if they can run it and just keep them honest, then mm-hmm. maybe Donald can work off that a little bit, complete some passes, get some first down, get his confidence up a little bit, and start feeling better about himself and his circumstance. You know. Yeah, yeah. When you look at this. This Raiders, uh, when you look at us on defense, though, and you look at this Raiders yeah. offense, what 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 offensive weapon that the Raiders have concerns you the most going into this football game? Obviously, it's any passing attack against our corners. Even though I know Poole has been good for us, Bryce Hall looks like a promising prospect for an undrafted. The rest of the, yeah. the secondary looks like it's uh, in flux. You know, I like Marcus May. I always have from the start. You know, even though he lurked in the shadows of Jamal Adams. And Ashton Davis, he's not ready. He's being thrust in there a year sooner than I was anticipating when we first took him. Some people liked mm-hmm. that pick. Some people didn't like it. I was okay with it because, I, you know, I was under the mindset that, you know, Jamal's, of course, going to be with us, and we were using his situational uh, duty, you know, where we could maximize his strength, you know, maybe put him in more favorable situations. <laughs> and you look at how that fell through. That didn't happen. <laughs> Why not trade Jamal? And now he's thrust out there a lot sooner. And he's getting exposed, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Looks like he's struggling yeah. in coverage, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he, he has at times. I remember that, that game against Tyreek Hill where Tyreek turned him all yeah. the way around. But, I mean, that is Tyreek Hill, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's still, right. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess he you know, he's turning around. You're right, though. He has. Going against that caliber of weapons, you know, we're talking about Kansas City yeah. and them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you know he's had some right. plays where you're like, "Ooh, Ashton Davis, I don't know about you," but he's also had some plays where you know he's able to do some things. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's I, right. You know, That's right. like you said, and and you made a great point. You know, he's he's young. He's been thrust in there. We're gonna figure out, continuing to go forward. He's gonna get his experience. That's right. So, my final That's question right. for you uh, is gonna be, sure. you know, you look at the situation against this Raiders team. We gotta get uh, the car at all costs. At all costs. Do you think Quentin Williams? Well, the way it looks like the pocket in this now, game Quentin and gets the sack. really starting to come off. Like, it looks like we can bank on him to collapse the pocket. Anything else is just a bonus. If we can get anything from the edge, I think we can sack him mm. and put him down based on how Quentin is playing mm. on the interior. Yeah, you know, I think we can possibly pressure him, maybe get some pass deflections, maybe get him, you know, make him get the ball out of there a little sooner than he wants to break up his rhythm a little bit. And um, yeah kind of mess him up just a little bit, but we don't have any edge rush to speak of. We haven't had any edge rush even going back when Rex coached us. You know, a lot of stuff. Rex we ain't had an edge rusher since years. John Abraham. That's we right. ain't had one since John <laughs> Abraham. Ridiculous. No. That is ridiculous. That's the fact. Since John Abraham. That's the fact. That's the fact. We had one, one year where Aaron Mabin, we had one year where That's Aaron right. Mabin when That's Rex true. made him look like he was like, whoa, and then he was gone. 
But actually, you know what's crazy yeah, about yeah. Aaron, that situation with Aaron Mabel? We actually cut him yeah. and then brought him back yeah. during the season. He was able to manufacture some pass rush after our defense couldn't get to, you know, the quarterback. I mean, we could because That's we were right. sending blitzes. But when we brought him back, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it, it became a bit better. But, yeah, after that, it, nothing. I mean, we haven't had a pass rush yeah. on Abraham. It's insane. But uh, let me get yeah. your final score Look, prediction for this uh, for this game against the Raiders. Uh, I think it's going to be 30, maybe 32-16. I think Donald might do a little something before, you know, before things collapse the way it's been doing, you know, going the last several weeks. Gates' team okay, so is his first driver, so he'll get off to a fast start, and then things sort of mm-hmm. unravel as it goes. So I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a 32-16 score. Donald will probably put together an early first drive or touchdown, and then things will kind of unravel and get uneasy. You know, you'll see some incompletions, and then you'll see him tend to regress back into his old habits, making some unadvised throws, and he might avoid some things. At some point, he's going to throw a bad one, and somebody's going to hold on to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I want to thank you for calling in, man. It's always great to speak to you. I definitely need to talk to you, you know, when I have my next show, man. Please continue to call in because you're phenomenal, man. Oh, yeah. I didn't get the opportunity to hit you last week. The time was kind of messed up, but I had to try to Mm -hmm. get you this week. I've been free and back on my normal schedule. Well, I look forward to getting into it as we go along in the season and then go over some future projections as far as what you you think would happen, what you would do in terms of the off-season, free agency, the draft, and head coach. Yeah, for sure. We're, and we're definitely going to be talking about that. So I got to get to these callers. Oh, yeah. I got quite a bit. So, man, listen, I want to thank you again for calling in, and I want you to have a good night, all right? Yeah, and thanks to you for taking my call. And you take care, buddy, as Absolutely. always. Okay. All right, you have a good one. You t- Whew, Phenomenal call. Phenomenal call. That's my guy from North Carolina, man. I'm talking – listen, he talks that talk. I ain't, you know, ain't going to lie to you. He talks that talk. He knows his Jets. This is a guy that I'm saying I, I love. I love talking to him, you know. And, and again, everybody listening, I want to thank you all for you know calling and listening. We're going to continue on with these lines. And let me tell you something: it's going to be a year-round show. All right, we're going to talk about. We're going to go into free agency. We're going to go into the draft. We're going to talk about the team. We're going to keep it all going. So you know what I'm saying? Like and subscribe. And if you're in the chat, you know what I'm saying? Like that video. You know what I'm saying? Like that video. I'm on YouTube, Long Beach Joe Jets. You know what I'm saying? If you're listening to me on Blog Talk, that's why I live stream, baby. Like that video. Like my uh, stream while it's up as well. You know what I'm saying? And subscribe. Turn on your notifications. So I'm going to keep on getting to these calls. I got some new callers here. I got some people calling in. I want to hear from you again. Please call in. You know, you call in. Do not curse on my show. I'll get you out of here. I'm telling you, I'll get you out of here fast. So 502, 502, I'm coming directly to you. And I want you to give me your thoughts on this Jets upcoming game against the Raiders. How are you feeling about the Jets going into this football game? Caller, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, How are you doing today? Uh, Thank you for calling in. How are you feeling about the Jets going into this football game? Oh, you got nothing for me. You got nothing for me. I understand it. I understand it. It's tough. It's tough being a Jets fan right now. You know what I'm saying? I think he's a little scared. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that was Adam Gaze. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Gaze, was that you? Was that you, Gaze? Keep it real with me. You know what I'm saying? You failed Sam Darnold. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully he can call back in. You know what I'm saying? You got to get it together, Gaze. I'm going to keep going to these lines. 973, 973, I'm coming directly to you. I want you to give me your thoughts on these Jets going into this Raiders football game. 
How are you feeling about the Jets? Do you think that? Yeah, hey, how's it going? I want you to give me your thoughts. What's going on with this team right now? How do you feel about Sam Darnold going into this game? I don't feel well. Look, I mean, it's been it's been a horrific year. Well, it's been a, um, like a horrific uh, year and a half since he had, of course, the first uh, mono and then the ghost episodes, which was caused probably by the mono. And yeah, I really did have high hopes, you know, for them this year. You know, considering there would be a surge uh, late last season, but you know, they lost like close games at the beginning, and then from that, they just lost their composure. And yeah, you know, I was yeah. going through a I was going through a list today on my show. Um, which I hope you get a chance to call at some point. Uh, they were going over a list of uh, uh, coaches that were, quote-unquote, in the hot seat. Uh, one has already been gone. Thank goodness. Uh, Patricia, he's out. So, But uh, yeah. guess who's now moved into the normal spot of maybe getting uh, fired come to the end of this month? It's got to be gays. You got it. The number one, number one on the list. And that will be a blessing when that happens. I'm not saying if, I'm saying yeah. when, because he has got to go. I mean, in the yeah. in the time he's been here, what has he done? Absolutely nothing. You know, yeah. and, uh, a lot of people are saying, where does it begin? Oh, was it the coach's fault? Was it the player's fault? Well, look, personally, I think you both should share the responsibility because, you know, I mean, you're only as good as the team, as the team you coach, you know, first of all. So you're yeah. totally responsible for that. But at the same mm-hmm. time, the players – you know, I don't think they're giving it their all, and I think they are purposely trying to lose games now. But even if you even if you do go go zero sixteen, uh, Trevor Lawrence does not want to play for the Jets. He's like, if I get chosen by them, I'd rather go to Siberia. <laughs> well, well, I mean, he, okay, maybe not Siberia. You get the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. He he hasn't said that. Uh, you know, he hasn't said that. Maybe, may you know, maybe he's I thinking think of who knows. But he has he. Yeah, he has not said that that publicly, but I, I do understand, you know, your sentiments where you're saying, you know, I do understand your take where you're saying, hey, what young 2B will want to come into this situation, you know, with, with everything in flux that we have going on, you know, hopefully we move on from Adam Gay, so that'll be one problem relieved, but you still got to figure things out going forward and figuring out how to put pieces around him. I do understand, you know, that take, but sticking with yeah. this game and the situation with this football team, you look at this. I'm a little bit worried about our defense going into this football game because the Raiders, they have what some defense? guys that can move. Like, they have some guys that can make some plays. How concerned are you about our young secondary, particularly our young corners, um, you know, our young uh, corners in our secondary, getting roasted, you know, by this Raiders, you know, uh, wide receiver court? Because they got some guys that can move and shake. Our defense is a big problem. That's a catastrophe. I mean, mm-hmm. look how much they mm-hmm. give up, in, you know, in a, in a game. Yeah. You know, they're, 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 the, they're the worst team on defense. <laughs> Look, I hear you, no, man. No, it's, no, I that's hear you. Statistic. I hear you. That's the statistic. They're the worst on defense. They're 32nd out of 32. And yeah. their offense yeah. is a much better reader. Yeah. I mean, it's tough, they are It's tough, 30th man. 30th out of 32. So, that's yeah. not much better either. So, what I thought yeah. was good on offense is just as bad as the defense, but the defense is the worst in the whole league, period. Yeah, yeah. So, so what is your final score prediction for this not. game against the Raiders? What's your final score 140, prediction? 110 to 3. <laughs> again, again, sarcasm, sarcasm. No, I, I think it's going to be a – you know, the Raiders aren't that great either, so this might be, you know, <laughs> this might be a deep, uh, you know, a bit of a struggle on the offense. So, you know, I think it's going to be a yeah. rather low-scoring game. 
I'm thinking it's yeah. going to be, oh, uh, maybe uh, 13-10. Mm. Okay. Okay. I'm 13 to 10. Low. Listen, uh, yeah, that is low. Listen, I, I want to thank you for calling in. Can you give give everybody, uh, the, you know, the the uh, the information for your show? You know what I'm saying? So everybody can call in All right. you know, when you when you host your stuff. Okay, it's called the Justin Horrendous dot com. Uh, no, no, uh, <laughs> it's called the Sarcasm, folks. That's all it is. Sarcasm. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's called the Enhanced Sports Show. And remember, that's with an E, mm-hmm. not with an I at the beginning. Enhanced, not mm-hmm. in. Okay? Enhanced. The Enhanced Sports Show. Uh, we're on your East Coast time, right? Uh, West Coast, West Coast. We'll go ahead. Oh, you are. Okay. Well, it's 2 p.m. on the West Coast. Time, though. 2 mm-hmm. p.m. on the West Coast, 5 p.m. East Coast time. Uh, we're all on right. Saturdays. The number to call is 512. 512- Five four three four six six two. I'll repeat that again. Five one two five four three four six six two. And we cover almost everything in the world of sports. Of course, football, NFL, and college. Um, if there's a if there's going to be an XFL next season, we might cover that too. Maybe. Uh, we cover college basketball, pro basketball, baseball. Um, even cover kayaking if you like. So uh, you know, if you get a chance, and that's no joke because. Because we also like to get um, the people who call their expertise on a particular sports subject. So if you have any, uh, yeah. you know, particular sport you have a, you know, any expertise in, I would love to hear it. Yeah, yeah. So all right, well, listen, man. The, I want to, I want to yeah. thank you for calling yeah. in, my friend. I got to get back to the rest of these callers, but I want to thank you for calling in. It was great to speak to you. Thank you. Remember, lose the name. Sports is my game. Absolutely. You have a good night. Thank you, Joe. Ooh, it was phenomenal to speak to him. We're going to continue to go with these lines. I know I got a lot of people, you know, on hold. Please, again, be patient. I will get to everybody. I'm coming next, uh, seven, uh, 973. I'm coming to you. And then after that, it's going to be 715. I'm definitely coming to you, folks. We're going to get to these lines. We're going to get to everybody, I promise. So 973, I'm coming directly to you right now. New caller. Give me your name. Give me where you're from. And what are your thoughts about the Jets going into this game against the Raiders? My name's Devon. I'm from um, New Jersey, North New Jersey. And, um, okay, okay. Newark, okay, yeah. let's go, let's go. <laughs> and my thoughts, to be honest with you, I can't. I, I, I don't see us winning. It'll just be. I, I don't – I've been seeing the same thing the last – this whole season. We're not going to win. We're not going to win. Yeah. I want yeah. them to play I, – I would like for Sam to play well. Like, you know, I, I'm still mm-hmm. for Sam. I got the Sam jersey. I wear it every Sunday. I would like for him to play good, but I just think, you know, he's mentally exhausted. He's he's just tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I You know, first off, Devon, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. It's good to hear from you. And salute to everybody in Newark. You know what I'm saying? I got I got some friends and family out there. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, you, know I, you know, I love Newark. So, but I hear what you're saying. You know, at the end of the day, Sam does look mentally exhausted. He looks beat up. I mean, things have not gone well this season, and, you know, it's taken a toll. But I think that we can turn it around. we just got to get it together. And I think the first step is our coaching has got to get better. We've got to step up. This is a game where I think that they should open up the playbook and really really allow him to throw the football down the field and launch it down there. I mean, what are your thoughts about that? Do you think that this is a game where we could see Perryman have a big-time impact with some deep shots possibly if – the you know the offensive staff Adam Gaze Daryl Loggins open up the foot open up 
the playbook for Sam. Yeah, especially because um, you know the Raiders their their secondary is terrible. That's trash. Yeah, Denzel Mims and Perryman, what Perryman been doing this, and Denzel Mims been coming yeah. on. I expect Mims to have a touchdown. Mims he has yeah. to he has to have more than four four targets this game. Mm. I want to see like six that's to eight fact. targets from him. Oh, that's a fact right to, there. Um, How concerned? Go ahead. I wanted to, I wanted to like get your thoughts on something because like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's nowhere. It's, it's we we can only go up from here. So if it's whether it's Trevor, <laughs> Justin Fields, or if it's keeping Sam, we I'm, I'm with all of it. One Adam Peace in my head. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. We can only go up from here. That's that's a great <laughs> that's a great analogy for life. We can only go up from here. We can but only go, go ahead. Up. I'm sorry. It's only right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look, look, I hear what you're saying. And look, you know, yeah, we can. <laughs> There's nowhere else to go. <laughs> you can't get, any, can't get any lower than the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You can't get any lower than that. But, yo, look, look, yeah, I think we could definitely go up for here. But I think we have to make significant significant improvement uh, in this franchise. And our coaching staff, the next guy we've got to bring in here has got to make sense. He's got to be, mm-hmm. he's got to be a, a world different than Adam Gaze. You cannot hire some bum, you know, because Peyton Manning told you to do it. You can't do that. You got to make sure that you, you know, get the right offensive personnel in here as well, regardless of whether you're moving forward with Sam Darnold or you're starting, you know, you want to kind of start it over with Trevor Lawrence, whatever you do, you got to get offensive personnel uh, to, you know, put around your quarterback in an offensively driven league. I mean, it's ridiculous not to do that. But I, I think we have a chance. We just got to fix, you know, what we've been doing, and we've got to change, you know, wh- how we've handled this franchise so far. But just sticking with this game, sticking with this situation, man, give me your final score prediction for this game against the Raiders, man. How do you, how do you think it ends up? I would say – I would say – I can only see a score in – probably I'll give us – 20, 21 to 34. 21 to 34. 21 to 34. Raiders. <laughs> Raiders. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought I had you, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, no, look, I respect it. I respect it, Devon. Listen, I'm going to keep getting to these callers. I got a lot of callers, and I'm going to get to everybody. But, Devon, it was great speaking to you, man. Next time I have a show, bro, call in. You're phenomenal. You know your you know your Jets. <laughs> I thank you. You too. You see all right, thank you. You have a good night, man. Ooh, man, listen, Devon calling in. That that guy was a good, a damn good caller. You know what I'm saying? He spoke his mind, and uh, you know he had what he had to say about his chest. You know, he's we can't go up, we can't go anywhere but up from here. Yeah, you know that's the truth. I like his positivity. <laughs> I like his positivity. Can't go anywhere but up. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 one way to look at it. That's one way to look at it, and I respect it. But I'm going to keep getting to these callers. 715, I'm going to come to you. 715, I'm coming directly to you, your new caller. I want you to give me your name, where you're from, and how do you feel about these New York Jets going into this game against the Raiders? What's up, Joe? Uh, I called, uh, I think, three days ago, the Dolphins-Jets one. Oh, okay, Um, okay. I'm sorry. Call back. So how's how's everything going with you? Thank you for calling in. How are you feeling about this uh, this game? How are you feeling about it? On um, jeez. Eh. Um, I mean, I see that the Jets. I I feel like the Jets could win this game, mm-hmm. but I 
don't think they will. I mean, the the Raiders are on a tear this year. I, John Gruden was a great hire. I was not a fan of it, but paid off. He turned Derek Carr into another into his, his like twenty sixteen season. Yeah. I think they're just gonna romp yeah. the just romp the Jets. But I see I feel like the Jets could have a chance. I feel like Darnold, like many people have said before in the show, I feel like he's gonna have a good game, but mm. I just don't feel like the Jets are gonna pull this one off. Wow, wow. How many uh yards do you think Darnold throws for in this football game? Mm, somewhere between like one thirty and two fifteen. Okay. Okay. How many touchdowns do you think he'll have? Two or one. I think I think he's gonna walk away with no picks, which I know is like crazy, but I'm gonna root for the guy, you know. He's had a tough year this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about the idea of them opening up the playbook and allowing him to kind of throw the football downfield a bit more, especially when you look at the Raiders secondary? Do you think that we'll be able to, you know, take advantage of that? Could you see some deep bombs with Perryman or even some deep bombs with Mims as well really working out in this football game? If they allow it to happen, I think that Mims would be a great deep threat, fast guy, you know, Mm -hmm. he'll get it. He's uh Kind of like Tyree Kill, not, I mean, you know, not exactly like Tyree Kill, but kind of the same build. Um, so I mean, if it works, if it's if if it's if it's our last resort, definitely I think it, it should work. I'm, I'm a you know, look optimistic this game. Can't really look any yeah. lower than we've already gone, other than another sixteen. Yeah. But I think it'd work. I mean, I think it would definitely uh, give Darnold some confidence. Like they're starting to believe in me a little more. You know, I mean, yeah. I think his confidence has been pretty bad this year. So you know. Yeah. What are your? Do you are you concerned about this? Uh, this Jets offensive line because let me tell you something. Max Crosby, Farrell, they got some guys that can get after the passer. Do you think that we'll be able to protect Darnold in this football game? Um. No. Oh. No, I yeah. don't think so. Um, they played awful. This yeah. Time. Played awful against the Dolphins, yeah. so no, I don't, I don't see that happening yeah. at all. But yeah. you know, it's hard. Like you, you said many what times, you, it is hard. Yeah, it is, man. What are your thoughts about Quentin Williams? Do you think that Quentin Williams gets at least you know two sacks in this football game? How do you think we get to Carr? Um, we just got to expose their offensive line. They got a is that center still there? Uh, that Hudson guy. I don't know if he's hurt or not. Uh, I, I've really been paying attention Yeah, you know, I look at – I think Hudson is still there. I think they're back up. I think mm-hmm. Yeah, Hudson is still there right now. He's definitely still there. Um, so, he's still playing. Well, they still got Hudson. You know, they got offensive weapons. Again, Waller, Renfro, all those guys. Ruggs now is out there too. So, yeah, the Raiders, you know, they have some guys. But that offensive line is still pretty solid. It's decent. Uh, we just can't line up. Uh, I guess we're going to have to go four front. So, just – to leave the center alone and try to get Quinn on one of the guards. Uh, last time I remember, the guards weren't aren't very good for the Raiders, so I try to expose their weak uh, guards, whether it be right or left, and you know, try to don't try to just get Quinn right up against this like very good center, um, probably one of the best in the league right now. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna get exposed. I mean, he's his second year, you know, but if they yeah. do five, I I hope Quinn the best. He might, you know surprise a lot of people. I mean, he's been playing great this year, and I do think he's going to get a couple sacks. Uh, Two, three, maybe one. Definitely he's going to walk away with at least one sack. 
Uh, yeah. 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 How concerned are you about our, our young secondary against, you know, again, guys like Henry Ruggs that take the top off the defense? You make a mistake, you blow a coverage against him. He is gone. I mean, are you worried about that with our corners, you know, being young and inexperienced? Our corners have been playing pretty good this year, I think. Um, not, mm, no, sorry, uh, understatement. But I think the corners haven't been playing awful this year up to this point. They played pretty good against the Dolphins until the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, kept it the game at least a little bit close, and then they let up that touchdown and sealed our fate. But I definitely think that if we can do something against Rugs, I mean he's a big guy, so maybe get a, a corner and safety, possibly double team him if it's getting bad. If he keeps beating our guys, try to double team him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's the game plan. Can you give me your final score prediction for the Jets versus the Raiders? Uh, 34 Raiders, uh, 16-13 Jets, one of those. Ooh, okay, 34, 34, you know, the 13 or 34, 16. I hear you, man. I hear you. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. It was phenomenal to speak to you. Next time I have a show, please call in, man. You know your stuff. Hey, hey, uh, Joe, can I uh, say one thing? Yeah. Say one quick thing. So, yeah, um, I saw this. I saw this New York Post. I just read it, and some guy – said that Adam Gase was the 20th ranked coach in the NFL. He put him above Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick. And I just have to say, that's real. It is real. It is real. I'm not lying. I just in a fabrication. This is insane. Real. Oh, my God. Look, respect to whoever wrote that. that I, I wish that man nothing but the best to whoever wrote that, but no. <laughs> I mean, he obviously has to watch the Jets this year if he thinks that, that Adam Gase is the 20th ranked offensive genius head coach. Yeah, that's, that a, that's insane. <laughs> Listen, well, I want to thank you for calling in. You have a good night, my friend. You too, man. See ya. All right, we're going. Woo! Listen, whoever wrote that, <laughs> you know, I, I respect everybody. But that's that's insane. <laughs> that's insane. So, uh, again, I want to thank everybody for calling in. It was phenomenal. So many callers, so many new callers as well tonight. It was great to speak with everybody, talk about this team going into this game against the Raiders. Boy, oh, boy. Uh, you know, oh, we got we got another new caller coming in. You know what? I'm, I'm going to hit. I'm going to keep going with these lines. You know what I'm saying? We're coming to the close of the show. But 678, 678, I'm coming directly to you. I want you to give me your thoughts. First off, I want you to give me your name, where you're from, and then I want you to give me your thoughts on this uh, game coming up against the Raiders. How do you feel about the Jets going into this football game? Well, first of all, what's going on, man? This is June from Atlanta. You remember me from oh, last yep. time okay. we spoke. Yes, indeed. Yes, yep. indeed. Yep, June. Now, salute to you, my man. Thank you for calling in. It's always good to speak to you. Go ahead and give me your thoughts, my friend. I think in a Jets way, I mean, because we are Jets, and, you know, you've been through it. I'm a little older than you, so I've been through a little bit more than you have. We're going to blow it tonight. We're going to blow it and win. (laughs) Okay, so you think the Jets get a W. All right. So what do you think Sam Donald looks like in this game? What do you think Sam's going to look like? He's going to look like the, the same way he's been looking, which is horrible. But the defense is going to pull something out. Well, you know, knowing the Raiders, knowing knowing some stupid call that John Gruden might pull, might be a fumble mm-hmm. or something, and we'll end up winning it. 
I'm telling you, we're just going to end up winning it. We're probably going to be in the game by field goals, but at the end of the day, the defense is going to make a play, and we're going to end up blowing it. Okay. Okay. How do you feel about uh, how do you feel about Adam Gay saying publicly that he failed Sam Darnold? What are your thoughts on that, man? Well, I listened to the to the interview about two or three times, man. He didn't mm-hmm. technically say he. He said we. <laughs> Go back and listen to it. Go back and listen to it. Yeah, listen, I can't stand the guy, believe me. But if you go back and listen to it, you will hear this man he said, say we failed him. He said, I, I have not done a good enough job. That's what he said. I have not done a good job, but and we failed him. He said, and we failed him. He didn't say me. He didn't say I failed him. He said, I, he said, I, I didn't do a good enough job, but we failed him. <laughs> Come on, man. You, 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 you. Uh, Look, <laughs> I hope we keep him because if we do get past this rate of game, we definitely don't have another win in the storm, so I'm good with that. But <laughs> so you're but, looking to tank. You're a guy that's ready to lose out the rest of the Yeah, season. yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm tired yeah. of this, man. Look, I, I've been a Jets fan for over 30-plus years, man. I've seen Browning, Nagel, the, the list goes on and on, Rick Meyer. Pat Ryan, Ken O'Brien. The last good quarterback we had that was decent was Ken O'Brien. This has been all <laughs> bums. Yeah, it's been bad. And, and I it's can't really bad. blame it on them because because Geno Smith might have he might have panned out, but he, he once again was a defensive coordinator who was a head coach who really didn't care about the offense. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you, you look at that situation, though, just coming. back. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> you know, I know people that are big about the tank. I get it. You know, I'm not – I don't want to see us lose every single game, but I understand your point and where you folks are, are coming from, you know, with your – the way you look at this situation. But getting back to this game against the Raiders, you know, I'm worried. I'm a little bit worried, particularly about our offensive line and Max Crosby and even some of the other pass rushers that they have really wreaking havoc. Are you as worried as I am? about them getting to Sam early, especially with guys like Pat Elson. We saw Fant as well at right tackle struggle. How do you think that that'll work out, man? Do you think they'll be able to protect Sam adequately in this football game? Look, see, I used to coach. I used to coach the offensive line back in high school, right? Now, um, let, let let me explain to you. We have a weak point that's in that line. It's coming from Van Routen. People... Oh, Van Roten, uh, Greg Van Roten, yeah. Right. They're trying to help him out. They're trying to help him out, and, 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 which is the, uh, the reason why our center, uh, McRoven, he's looking bad. He's looking bad because he's yeah. trying to help him out. I mean, I don't understand what, I mean, what was the purpose of picking him up. And, and not just that, yeah. but I'm, I'm sitting there saying, why not Why not give the, uh, the, rookies, the rookies a shot? Clark, why, I mean, is something wrong with him? Is he hurt? I don't know what's going on. Well, I, I know that Cam season? Clark, yeah, Cam Clark is a guy that I, I'm interested in seeing at some point during the season. I don't know why we haven't, especially, again, with Alex Lewis being put on that, that non-injury football list. Uh, I don't see why we're not seeing Cam Clark. But, you know, I think, you know, they're they're going with Pat Elson in this football game, and it kind of is what it is. But you're asking a question that a lot of other people are asking as well. Where are the young you know, guys in our in our offensive line, particularly Clark. Why hasn't he been put in a position to see what he has and what he doesn't have? You know what I mean? 
now to answer that, that that Alex Clark thing, did you did you know the reason behind that? You know the reason why he's on the um <laughs> uh inactive list we should we should call it. Do you know why? Well yeah, Cam Clark, he's just in there. That's just the same no. thing. And people are asking kind of the same thing against Morgan as well. People are wondering. No, Alex Alex Lewis is not playing because he no, had, Alex, he had no, an Alex, Alex No, Alex Lewis, we know there's been a there's been rumors that Alex Lewis is Said something with Adam Gaze, they got into it, and he told Adam Gaze, yeah. I should have left with Jamal Adams. There's also another yes. rumor as well saying that he had an issue with Joe Flacco, um, you know, that he had an issue with Joe Flacco in a parking lot. So there's been some, some rumors swirling. Nothing has been, like, concrete confirmed. There's a lot of things floating around. But nonetheless, he's on the non-injury football list, and, you know, those rumors make sense because there's nothing wrong with them. And then all of a sudden, boom, nothing. he's on that list, and there's some issues. So, yeah, but like I said, Cam Clark, Cam Clark is the guy we just drafted. We need to see him, you know, at some point during this it. season, especially when, yeah, especially when you got a guy like that. So, you know, we're all I wondering, man, Morgan. the way this football team is. Yeah, yeah, Morgan, too. That's, you know, a lot of people are saying that as well. So we'll see how it goes. But can you give me your final score prediction for this game against the Raiders, my friend? I'm going to say, um, 14-17. Jets going to mess up I'm telling you, they, they're going to blow the tank. They're going to blow the tank. 14-17 Jets? Yes. 14-17 Jets. 14-17 Jets. Unfortunately. That's what I'm, I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there. Listen, thank you for calling in. It was great to speak to you tonight. Phenomenal. You have a good night, my friend. <laughs> you do the same, man. I'll speak to you later, Joe. All right. I'll talk to Stay you later. Safe. Next time I have a show, you definitely need to call in. You have a good night. You got it, brother. Oh, June calling in. Phenomenal. He took those jets. He stuck his chest out, and he said, you know what? I'm taking them. All right? Let's go. All right. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Let's take these jets. All right? That's what I like to hear. You know what I mean? A little something. So, again, I want to thank everybody for calling in. We're coming towards the end of the show. I got to end the show in a second, folks. I'm going to give you my little breakdown. Um, I'm a little worried about the Jets going into this football game. I'm concerned about our protection of Sam Darnold. Everybody said, you know, tonight, I'll, I'll echo those sentiments as well, that Sam is, man, let me tell you something. He looks exhausted. He looks physically beat up, and he looks mentally exhausted. But I think that this is a time where he's going to be able – to kind of pull something together, you know what I'm saying? And and I think he's going to go out there, and he if he's protected correctly, I could see Sam really making some plays, particularly some deep shots, because this Raiders secondary, this Raiders secondary can get hit. Let me tell you, they they can, they could give up a couple yards, you know what I mean? Um, Mims needs to be a big part of this, uh, a, a big part of the uh, game plan. He needs to get his targets. Perryman, deep shots, he needs to get his targets. I even think Crowder has some matchups that he could definitely win as well. Defensively, I am very, very worried about our young secondary, particularly against Henry Ruggs. And I know he's been very up and down this year, but let me tell you, when he's on, he is on. He had a game against Kansas City where he looked very good. He's a big-time deep threat. He's a guy that can attack you. Um, you know, I, we need to you know make sure that we have him accounted for. Waller's another guy as well. I want to see Marcus May 
on Waller, and I want to see Marcus May, you know, try his best to take him take him out of the game. Um, you know, I do think that you can double Waller from time to time as well. Um, you know, so we'll probably see a linebacker. Other than he may, they might even bracket him just to make sure that he doesn't go off. But I think a big part of the game is keeping him from going off, as well as these uh, Raiders uh, running backs, too, that come out the backfield. These Raiders running backs, uh, um, Booker and uh, Jalen Rashard, that Jalen Rashard is a guy that definitely comes out the backfield and catches football. We've got to watch them, too, because uh, they're going to definitely get after it. So with all that said, I am taking the Raiders to win this football game. I'm taking the Raiders to win. I'm going to go – I'm going to go – I'm going to go 17-10 Raiders. 17-10 Raiders. I think it's a close game. I think it's kind of a dirty game, but I'm taking the Raiders, all right? You know, it is what it is. I'm taking them. All right, guys, come on, come on. I'm just trying to speak my piece. You know what I'm saying? Say what I got to say. I'm taking the Raiders. It sucks. But, you know, I'm just... All right, I'm, I'm taking the Raiders. I'm not going to keep competing and going back and forth with y'all. Y'all just booing me every chance, so. Listen, I want to thank everybody for calling in. Uh, I want to apologize to anyone that dropped. I, I pretty much, I got to everybody, pretty, uh, you know. So I want to thank everybody again for calling in. It was phenomenal to speak to everyone. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search Long Beach Joe. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, when you get some feedback, I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at youngj 0 uh, listen, you want to follow me, go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me, no issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will, you know, troll you right back. And I'll have my Darnold jersey on as well. I'll wear it at all times. I want to see him come out and look confident, go out in this football game, and really look solid in this game as well. But I'll have my Darnold jersey on regardless. So you want to troll me, we can go back and forth. You can also follow my show's uh, Twitter page as well, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Uh, you know, hit me. I'll hit you right back. I love going back and forth with everybody, regardless, whether it's about, you know, the Jets or just football in general. Love, you know, sharing time and, and, and again, you know, trading ideas with people on the timeline about the roster and all type of moves that we can make. And I'm also on YouTube as well. All right. Everybody watch me on Blog Talk Radio or wherever you're hearing this from. Go to YouTube, search Long, uh, Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. All my content's up there. Go ahead and give that a listen. You know, go back and forth with me in the comments as well. If you want to troll me, I'll troll you right back. Hit that subscribe, turn on your notifications for that. And as always, people, when you see me in person, all right, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, free hugs for everybody. They will cost you absolutely nothing, okay? The hugs will always remain free, especially in this time. So you folks have a good one. Peace out, everybody. Yeah.